Welcome to the Kick-Ass Podcast Season 2. I'm your host, Heather, and today we're talking about what you need to be blogging about. Welcome to the Kick-Ass Podcast, where you'll find the tools to level up your business, your mindset, and your life. Please fasten your seatbelt. I want to start this episode by sort of addressing a whole bunch of the elephants in the room. So, yes, you need a website in order to have a blog. And yes, for the blog to function effectively and really make you money, it needs to all work as basically one system. So the point of having social media and the point of having a blog is to A, communicate your brand and B, have a really accessible, easy entry point for people to find your website. What you don't have to do is blog just about the things you sell and the things you do. You can go pretty far outside of your actual service offerings and talk about your brand. So for example, if you are a gym, you can be blogging about nutrition, you can be blogging about mindset, you can be blogging about sleep, you can be blogging about general health, you can be blogging about women's health, men's health, children's health, myths and misconceptions, all kinds of things. There's this huge, huge, huge array of things. So it goes back to your brand more than going back to your offering. So as, as an example, we're a marketing company, but what we sell is stress relief and partnership. You don't want to do this alone, and often you don't want to do this. So we offer those services. We become your partners in your business, and we offer stress relief because we'll help you make money, and you don't have to play around on Facebook. So, you know, it's kind of a win-win. So because we sell stress relief, a good chunk of what we can blog about are things that are helpful just to general business owners and organizations. It doesn't have to be how to improve your SEO. It can be how to, you know, create a, what, one of the things we did was how to create a, a content management plan on a small budget. That's not something that we're going to sell, but it's something that we're going to offer to people because it suits our brand. It hits that stress relief and, you know, um, busyness management, that partnership that, that people need from us. A few of the other things that we would be able to talk about are mindset things. We can talk about entrepreneurship because I'm an entrepreneur. We can talk about all kinds of things, confidence, time management, all kinds of stuff that's really, really important to getting the marketing job done, but isn't about our clients or what we do or especially how we do it. So what I don't, I'm going to start, um, that's, that's caveat number one. Caveat number two, we're going to talk about the things I don't want you to blog about. I don't want you to blog about the things that matter to you and that nobody else cares about. Those could be things like, five takeaways I got from this really highly technical conference. So if I went to a Google conference and then I, I blogged about, you know, six new ways that SEO can be done on the back end of your computer, literally nobody cares. I know that none of you are actually going to do it (laughs) and that's okay. You're not supposed to. I'm doing it and I'm doing it for you. 
So instead, what I would say is at this Google conference, this is the importance of looking at SEO. And here are some really high level things that business owners can do. And hey, if you want to know the rest of it, get in touch. Well, we can give you that information. The blog is about the audience, not about you. So when I go back always to features, benefits, value, the features is how you do what you do. So that's that like SEO algorithm based stuff. Nobody cares how you do what you do. It's not going to be a selling feature and it's going to keep you selling on price because you have to kind of prove your existence rather than going on benefits and value. So we blog about benefits how what we do solves a specific problem. So we've identified the problems that business owners have or organizational managers have um, now that we're working pretty heavily in the nonprofit space, how those things could be applicable today in their daily lives. What are the actual questions, concerns, things that they have and how can we help address some of those giving away a lot of our best information and understanding that it's really the implementation side that people need help with for us, from us. So for services, a lot of people don't want to give away the really good stuff, but giving away your really good stuff doesn't mean that people aren't going to hire you. It means you've now made yourself an expert. That is probably one of the benefits you offer as a service is expertise. So show that in your blog. Tell us how to DIY everything that we can safely DIY. And then because you gave us all of that, as soon as we can't DIY it anymore, you will be the only phone number we call because you're the person that we trust and who who let us understand how to do these things. That works really well for trade blogs, um, whether it's vehicle repair, whether it's plumbing, electrician, things like that. Any Anyone in those areas, there are things that homeowners can and should be doing. So let us know what they are. Other specific benefit type things would be, you know, the ways that some of your ingredients help other things. So you could put in something about the magic of chocolate if you have a chocolate-based company or the magic of cocoa butter. Not about how it's used by you, but just how it's benefited lots of people and other ways other than what you sell that you can use some of the ingredients. Yes, that's a feature, but you're not talking about how cocoa butter makes your product better. It's all the magical uses of cocoa butter. And even better, you could say all the magical uses for mothers of cocoa butter, all the magical uses for men, the magical uses for babies. And you can make it really specific. So that's the benefit. Then we go to the value. The value is how does what you do solve a global and lasting problem in their lives? So the benefit of working with us is we do your marketing for you. So we take a couple of hats off of you. But our value, again, is stress relief, stress relief and partnership. That's what we sell. So when we're talking about those, we can talk about stress management and entrepreneurship. We can talk about how to manage yourself, mindfulness, meditation, things that really matter to us as a company that are our values. Taking care of body, mind, and spirit is really important to us as a company. So we can, we are absolutely allowed to blog about that. Yes, there should be a connection back to your blog so people don't come on mine if it's all about mindfulness and think that I'm you know, a mindfulness coach, which we're not like, I don't sell that. We don't do that. I am certainly not trained for that, but it's something that's important and valuable to me. So I would put in something like ways to work meditation into a busy day, 
saying, you know what, you you know, you need to do this. You've all read the science. Here's how I do it in my busy day. Things like what are my morning and afternoon routines? How do I get my work done? What books do I follow? That those are huge. If you if you if you're really following a system that's working for you, share the love. Those are all value based. So you can go pretty far outside your brand, but what I don't want you doing is just talking about features or really talking about anything that your audience doesn't care about. So they don't care about who you're talking to and what you're meet, who you're meeting. They don't care about how many interesting people you've helped this week. They don't care about any of those things because those things don't matter to them. Your blog posts need to give value and affect the lives of your readers in some way, whether it's informing them, entertaining them, however, offering them specific how-tos and some value. I want to make sure that your blogs attract the right people to your site and that people, when they get there, it makes sense and they understand how they found you. So now, what do you blog about? That's all the, that's all the no's and all the don't do's. And a little bit about the do's. So I want you to blog about benefit and value. There are some really, really effective ways to create content. One of them is to create evergreen content. Evergreen content means it is just as relevant today as it will be in five years. So I mentioned the mindfulness and ways to incorporate meditation into a busy schedule. That one will be relevant in five years. My posts on, you know, the changes in the Facebook algorithm, they're useful now, but they won't be in five years. So that's not evergreen content. All of my posts this year about dealing with coronavirus and dealing with COVID and all of those things, those are not evergreen. They will have to be tweaked and I can talk about, you know, post-recession or something like that. I can probably change them out pretty easily to make them evergreen, but you need to have some evergreen content just because you're going to reuse it and reuse it and reuse it to death. The truth doesn't change. The details do. So those benefits of cocoa butter aren't going to be any different. Um, Ways to stage your house for a sale aren't going to be any different. All of this stuff kind of stays the same. The truth is the truth. Believe it or not, even in the, the, you know, post-Trump world, the truth is still the truth when it comes to most of what we do. So you want to have a good amount of evergreen content the really deep wisdom and understanding and value that you can pass on to clients that will be relevant year after year after year. Then you want to have searchable content. That's where my Facebook algorithm post will come in. Searchable content is just another way of getting SEO keywords on your website without you having to rewrite your front page, your service page, your your inside pages, your about page. The reason you have a blog is to have that dynamic content. Google wants new content on your site all the time, and they want to know what questions you answer so that they can feed people the correct stuff. It's also really important when you're creating searchable content that it's going to work for both your Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn or Twitter or email audience, and it's going to have SEO keywords built in. The way I usually structure those is I figure out how do I want people to find me or how are people finding me? I go to the data, figure out how people are generally finding me, take those keywords, and those are the starting point for my 
blog. So if somebody is looking for, if social media management happens to be the number one thing, everybody needs social media posts and social media management, I would actually do a post. Here's my super simple uh, social media calendar. Here's a way to DIY it. I know those people searching are not looking to DIY, but the fact that I've given it away and the fact that they can then see my style of management means they've already answered 10 questions before they ever contact me. And I've already positioned myself as a person who A, offers help and B, has the expertise to back it up. (laughs) Because I will tell you to go do it yourself, try it, test it, see if it works and then come back. And I know it works. So that's searchable content. Start with your keywords, the things that people are really looking for when they find you or how you want them to find you. You do have some control in that. So creating content that's going to put you in the market position you're looking to be in, running with the companies and the competitors that you want to run with. Find out, you know, get get a really good sense of their SEO keywords. What are the words that they're repeating fairly consistently? And then take those and write some blog posts. That way you'll be able to eat into a little bit of their traffic at the same time. The next type of content that I really love to see is personal content. These are personal reflections and stories that I know I said don't do things because nobody cares. These are personal reflections and stories that have an impact on the people who read it. That would be something like, what is your morning routine? The books you're reading right now. Your biggest takeaways from a conference that you went to that could be extrapolated to the general public. So if you're an accountant and you went to an accounting conference, that's probably not really going to impact me. I just want to hire you to do it. But if you went to a conference where you talked about human-led businesses, you can say, you know what? We looked at our business and we, this is what we're going to do to become more human-led. That's a brand statement. It's very personal. It's still business-oriented, but it's very personal. Why you got into what you got into, why you do what you do. What are your biggest takeaways, your biggest values, the things that you wish people knew about your business? Personal content can be where you talk about the, the myths and the misconceptions that you run into the most. Personal content can be introducing team members, not based on, you know, what we would find in their resume or their LinkedIn profile, but really what do they bring to the team? How does your team function? All of those things will allow us as readers, as users of your content, as consumers of your content to make judgments about are you, are who you are. Are you aligned with my values? Are you aligned with what I want in a company? What am I adding to my personal brand by choosing you? Those are the things that can come out really easily in your blog posts. You can write a blog post with a really long form. I mean, not really still only like 400 words, uh, version of your mission. Why is your mission? What your mission is? Why is your vision? What your vision is? Why did you choose the values that your business chose? Those and how have they changed over the years? Those are great blog post ideas because they tell us what you want to be known for. How do you label yourself? So therefore, what label am I adding to myself by choosing you? So that's all under the personal content side. Give us the warm and fuzzy underneath underneath the business, come out from behind the brand a little bit and be humans talking to humans.
The last one is audience-based content. This will probably go the farthest, although you do need a combination of evergreen, searchable, personal, and audience-based. Audience-based content can be gathered by your social media followers, actually. What do you want to know? It's all about the how-tos. It's all about how can they make their lives easier, better, more functional, cheaper, whatever. What do you know? What information is locked in your head? And I know it's there because I drag it out of people literally on a daily basis. What do you know that can make my job, my business, my life, my family, my children, my parents, what do you know that can make any of our lives better? What do you know that can help me with some of my biggest concerns and issues? What do you know that I really need to know? It's not necessarily about what you do. Again, if you tell me how to change the oil in my car, I promise you I'm never changing the oil in my car. I'm not doing it. Cars still kind of scare me. I'm a little intimidated by them, but the company that tells me how to do it and who explains step by step, this is how it all works. First of all, I now understand why you charge what you charge for it. And second of all, I trust you because you are the experts and you are able to explain to me in simple language how to do the thing that you do. It's the exact opposite of the large word jargon, quick speaking snake oil salesman. Those people rely on I was actually going to use the word obfuscation, but I'm literally talking about simple language. So even though it's the right word, (laughs) it doesn't work here. Those people rely on talking really, really fast, using really, really big words and getting you really, really confused and scared in order to make a sale. They don't make a repeat sale. That's not the point. They're just trying to find enough suckers to sign up. Your blog is to set you apart from those people. Every industry has their bad apples and your blog is where you show that you are the helpful one, you are the open one, you are the one that wants to offer value all the time. However you offer value, that is what to blog about. Up next, we are going to be hitting an issue that is very close to my heart, how to stop selling on price how to stop competing and discounting yourself pretty much out of business. If your dreams are bigger than your budget, it's time to join the Kick-Ass Company membership site where we go deeper with in-depth video training on all areas of marketing business and mindset. Head over to thekickasscompany.com and join for just $20 a month for 2020. To get more kick-ass in your life, follow us at Hala Connected, that's H-A-L-A Connected, and if you like what you heard today, hit subscribe and leave us a review. Until next time, kick-ass and live on purpose. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Now put down your phone and start kicking ass.